Coming up on today's federal newscast, lawmakers lay out just how many people's holidays will be affected if the government shuts down. The government's top human capital official is optimistic after this year's best places to work rankings. And what would the Navy look like if sequestration returned? These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. Senate Democrats say 380,000 federal employees will be furloughed if Congress can't pass the remaining seven appropriations bills by December 21st. Nearly 430,000 will be forced to work without pay over the Christmas holiday. Senate Appropriations Vice Chairman Patrick Leahy says all the bills are practically done except the Homeland Security Bill. The Senate passes a bill to require new minimum standards for agency websites. The 21st Century Integrated Digital Experience Act, or IDEA Act, passes by unanimous consent. It will raise the bar on making .gov websites secure and mobile-friendly. The House passed the same bill in November. Next stop is the White House. The Partnership for Public Service recognized the Office of the Secretary of Defense and other DOD Fourth Estate agencies as the most improved organization on the 2018 Best Places to Work rankings. Leadership shakeups impacted many agencies' engagement scores for the worst this year, but Acting Office of Personnel Management Director Margaret Weikert says she's optimistic because of the progress at some of the largest federal agencies. The Homeland Security Department as a whole also continued to improve. The Secret Service alone improved 11 points on the rankings. It's the most improved subcomponent this year. If you dig deeper into the IT reform scorecard, you can find real change across the government. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. The Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, or FATARA scorecard, is not just about letter grades. Lawmakers say it demonstrates changes in how agencies manage and implement technology. The Government Accountability Office found 88% of all CFO Act agencies are using incremental or agile development processes. That is up from 58% in 2015. And 18 agencies are now managing their software licenses with more rigor, saving the government more than $714 million over the last year alone. I'm Jason Miller. The General Services Administration takes a slow and steady approach as it works its way towards online marketplaces. GSA wants multiple online portals to be up and running by late 2019, but it told vendors it's decided to limit the purchases through those marketplaces to $10,000 per item. There are two main reasons. Federal officials say it simplifies the process of deciding which regulations apply to the online portals. They also think it will let GSA start to collect data the government's never had about day-to-day buying that happens below the micro-purchase threshold. There were 42 responses to the Office of Management and Budget's request for information for how to create its new Government Effectiveness Advanced Research or GEAR Center. From those, OMB is looking at two different operating models. One would be led by the President's Management Council, another would be managed by the PMC and the private sector. Top appointees across the government get a new assignment from the White House. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The latest executive order from President Trump establishes a White House Opportunity and Revitalization Council. Its job, to help clear the way for equity investment in low-income areas, as called for in the 2017 tax cut bill. The council is to be chaired by the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Other members include the Secretaries of Treasury, Interior, Agriculture, Commerce, Labor, and Health and Human Services, or their designees. I'm Tom Temin. 
The security clearance backlog is down to 600,000. National Background Investigations Bureau Director Charlie Phelan says 275,000 federal employees and contractors are waiting for initial clearances, but nearly half have interim ones. Phelan says NBIB hired more investigators and deployed 20 bots to automate parts of the background investigation process. The Defense Department says it's planning to transfer the security clearance program so it does not hinder NBIB's recent progress. The Trump administration is including military departments within the scope of the president's May executive order on firing and disciplining federal employees. The Office of Personnel Management says the Army, Navy, and Air Force need to comply with the EO and submit this past year's disciplinary data by January 9th. All agencies are supposed to send OPM data on how many disciplinary actions they took and the outcome of those actions. Any break in funding could throw the Navy's return to readiness off course, according to Navy Secretary Richard Spencer. He tells the Senate Armed Services Committee the Navy and Marine Corps are improving in that area thanks to increased budgets. However, a return of sequestration would be detrimental to maintaining ships and building the fleet. The Air Force is using machine learning through a pilot program to reduce unscheduled maintenance by as much as a third. The service took seven years' worth of data from a single airframe platform to determine what needed repair before it's broken. Mike Madsen, the Defense Innovation Unit's Director of Strategic Engagement, says those results could save time, money, and lives. And Lieutenant General Arnold Bunch, the top uniformed Air Force acquisition official, is heading off to a new job. Bunch will receive his fourth star as he moves over to head Air Force Materiel Command at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. He served in his acquisition role since 2015. Before that, he was commander of the Air Force Test Center. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Thank you.